Welcome to Mainstream Matchups, and thanks for listening in. I'm your host, Tyler James. Mainstream Matchups is a podcast to discuss, analyze, and debate sports and sports news. This morning, we welcome Chris Young, former football player, now D-line coach at Highland High School, and Sam D, soccer coach, trainer, and tactics fanatic at DOF Soccer Academy, and head coach of the fantastic U11 Shakopee Boys team. So we're here to talk about Week 2 NFL matchups and much more. I'm really excited. Uh, first up we got is Patriots versus Jaguars, the AFC title rematch from last year. What will be different from this game, Chris? Nothing too much. I definitely think the Patriots are going to come into this game with a strong, heavy offense. They looked good last week. Can't really say much more about that. Not paying too much attention to the Patriots. Do you expect more, the same or less, from Chris Hogan this week against the Jaguars? Well, Speaking as uh, Runks getting heavy on the offense and Chris Hogan being number two target, you have Philip Dorsett after that, who's, I think, what, a second year? Second or third year. I'm not really relying on him if I'm Tom Brady. You know, I'm going with my heavy second target if he's open most of the time. So I think Chris Hogan's going to get a heavy week. Got you, got you. Gronkowski last week did finish with seven receptions, 123 yards, and a touchdown. So I, I, I am curious to see how Jalen Ramsey is going to be able to match up with that. Uh, Leonard Fournette left Sunday's game early with a hamstring injury. What type of impact do you think that's going to make? Well, with the Patriots having a good defense, especially an interior line, I think you can't really run the ball too much without getting banged up anymore. So I think they're going to really stick to passing a little bit more and having a good defense like the Patriots have. The Jaguars, are, they're not, they're not going to get anything too big. You don't, think, you don't think being at home will help them out at all? I mean, it's going to be a closer game. Of that. I don't think it's going to be a really like high-scoring game. Gotcha, um, gotcha. Who, who, who do you have winning winning that match? Patriots. Patriots, you got actually, score? Yeah, I do. Actually, I mean, it's a little contradictory to what I said, but it's going to be 32-21. Gotcha, gotcha. Me, on the other hand, I, I have the Jaguars at home. I think they're going to go ahead and upset a lot of people's dreams right now. I think it's going to be 17-21. Close game. Close game. Don't get me wrong. Tom Brady, you know, excellent, excellent QB. The parts around him a little questionable right now. I'm curious to see how the Jaguars will take advantage. Next matchup we got is the Colts versus the Redskins. How are you feeling about that? We got Andrew Luck versus Alex Smith. I'm going with Alex Smith. I like Alex Smith when he was at the 49ers. I think he was good. I think he was a little bit more, like a little bit more of a serious quarterback and serious presence on the field. Chiefs, he had a little bit more weapons though. I don't remember when Patrick Mahomes stepped up. I know he got one game in last year, so I think either Alex Smith played the whole year. I wasn't really paying too much attention. But I'm liking him with this Washington offense. He's going to create a lot of plays for them. I agree. The the Redskins that I'm looking at right now are that duo at that running back with Adrian Peterson and Chris Thompson, man. Man. What? Adrian Peterson is playing there now? Yeah, Yeah, man. He had a great great week. First week, he had over 100 and, uh, I think, what? 20 yards? Oh, a scrimmage yards. Yeah, yeah, I think he, he had 26 carries for 96 yards, a oh, touchdown. So since he's left um, the Vikings, has he just, like, remained just, like, killer? No. He hasn't had a defined game like this for a while, I would think. Uh, he did, uh, he did say, pretty well at Arizona, say. I think. So he went, he went to, to the Arizona Saints too. right after, and didn't that, that oh, didn't I really work that. out for him. Then he went to the Cardinals, played there for a year, then now he is with... Is with the Redskins. Yeah, the Redskins. Is it just injuries? A lot of injuries. I think we just spaced up because of his contract and getting in trouble for a little bit. 
Lots, a lot has to do with age. He was just going to wash down the line for a little bit after the Vikings. Yeah, and and and, and the, the other player I wanted to highlight from that, that that running back duo is Chris Thompson. Man, he is a live wire in that in that third down back role. He got five carries for 65 yards, adding six receptions for 63 yards and a touchdown. Do you think they're going to be able to sustain that production throughout the year? I don't know if that has to say, like, Cardinals have a bad defense or these guys can put up better numbers. You know, are you looking at all the components, like, factoring together and meshing very well or just a bad defense? So I'm, I'm, just, I'm not really considering last year. But... The Colts with Andrew Luck, you would think getting that first game out of the way, you think he is going to have much more improvement this second round. Do you agree? Hopefully, because Andrew Luck, he came out with a draft good. I mean, he stepped up in that Colts uniform and actually made plays, actually won a couple games. I think that was around the time when uh, their coach was really sick, too, so they were just down on morale, and I think he pulled through and had good games. But, like, is he reliable after a huge shoulder? You know, like took yeah. him out, out for, for a, a year. year. Yeah, he's, year. Got, he's, no. got, he's got a ways to come back. Yeah, I got a question. So I was watching my first game in a super long time. It was the Gophers game. Yep. And then they were playing this, I forget what they call it. New like, Mexico. It was last week? Yeah. Or like a couple weeks ago? I don't, I don't remember who he was, no. but like they were doing this um play where they replaced the quarterback with the running back. And they literally drove it for like eight plays. And then just kept running, running, wild, running. Wildcat, yeah, that's a wildcat, right? That's what they call it. Yeah. Like, why don't you do that every time? The other team literally knows what you're going to do, and it works every time. Why not? There's a, there's a lot of options that you can yeah. do from that that position. <laughs> uh, who do who do you have winning the Colts at the Redskins? I'm, I'm curious. I have Redskins twenty four Really, I, I I think I think Andrew Luck actually is going to put in a really good effort against a good Redskins defense, but I think it's going to be a clo- close, twenty eight to twenty four. The our next matchup is Texans versus Titans. So you have Deshaun Watson versus Marcus Mariota, possibly, possibly. Blaine Gabbert, hey, possibly. He was there last. He was there Wednesday until until yesterday. He's been at everything so far. So I think Marcus Mariota is going to come up clutch. I'm calling it 24-17 Titans. Um, okay. I think Marcus Mariota is going to cap this game off. It's going to be a situation where Adam Rodgers fell off, came back in that second half. I think these quarterbacks are just showing the trend of being tough. I think they want to make sure that people know. Sounds good. I, I agree. I look forward to seeing Deshaun Watson come back from a 17 for 34 for 176 yards, one touchdown, and an interception. And also lost a fumble there. For those who, uh, fantasy-wise speaking, who lost Delaney Walker this week, the next on the, the tight end death chart for you is Janu Smith. I think he's available in almost 98% of leagues, so you better go and get him. He's going to be good production and probably going to be that uh, security blanket for Mariota down the road. Next matchup we got is Eagles versus the Buccaneers. How you feeling about this game, Chris? Ryan Fitzpatrick. This is like what people say when um, someone is about to die that last glimpse of life. Is this Ryan Fitzpatrick's last glimpse of life before he retires? This might be the light at the end of the tunnel. I am not sure, but he did put up 417 yards, which was considered a, a good defense that the Saints were coming in for the past two years. They, they've they been decent, but now again, you're going against uh, an Eagles defense, which is much more formidable, I believe. I don't think it's going to be too much for Ryan Fitzpatrick. If he's hot, man, he's going to put the ball in the right place. Do you think Mike Evans and Deshaun Jackson are the real the 
real deal this year. Um, I think Mike Evans is gonna definitely gonna step it up. So, I think so. I mean, he he has to as a fourth year player. He has to start showing up or looking for someone else. To play. And on the on the other hand, with the Eagles, Nick Foles is gonna get the start again over Carson Wentz, who still hasn't been cleared for contact. Uh, how you feeling about his uh, his outlook for this game? You gotta remember, like the Bucks, they let up just as many points. You gotta think like the Bucks probably don't have that good compared to Nick Foles was capable of during the Super Bowl, you know. So I'm, I'm really I'm looking forward to see. I mean, it's all Sean Jeffrey back. I think he's questionable right he's now. Questionable. So, so then you got like – Just got to watch. Yeah, Mike Wallace. What is, what is he going to do? He's like their secondary receiver, and he didn't get anything last week. Yeah, so, I believe he had one target, zero catches. Yeah. For, for the, the that, you said the Buccaneers are going. Do you have a score for that? Yeah, I do actually. 30. 34-21, and, and I'm actually saying the Eagles are going to come beat the Bucks. I don't think Fitz, Fitz Magic is going to last. I think it's all an illusion. <laughs> but, you know, that, that Eagles defense is really going to test him, and I think it's going to turn out to be 28-14. Next matchup we got is Browns versus the Saints. Drew Brees versus Tyrod Taylor. I'm pretty excited about this. I think it's going to be a high-scoring matchup. Both defenses are pretty poor. Browns defense actually looked pretty decent against the Steelers, which is a high-octane offense, so I can't right. say too much. Right. Saints went against the Buccaneers, so, but how do you think Alvin Kamara is going to be used in this game? You know that's going to be their go-to man. Last week, I really didn't pay too much attention to the Saints, but I did pay attention to the Browns. I think the Browns' defense just got to step it up better. I mean, sealing the game away and not letting them come back was, was their fault. Definitely making turning it into overtime was a huge step up for the defense. But why that late in the game? Yeah. Like I said, Alvin Kamara looks absolutely legit. Eight rush yards, right. 29 yards, two touchdowns. You know, also nine receptions for 112 yards and one touchdown. That's better than right. your best wide receiver probably on your fantasy team right now. I want to see that production being able to be okay. Do you see the Browns having a more successful season than the Steelers? That's not hard to say. It's too early. Too early. Yeah, I think the Browns will have a better season than last year, though. That's for sure. I think Jarvis Landry definitely. Adds a little bit more pizzazz to the line of wide receivers and wide receiver core they have. You also got Josh Gordon back. Yeah, and Josh Gordon once back. he gets off that the, the snap count, that'll be nice to see him back out there. Yeah. I know he's been battling a lot. You know, Prayers out to him. Something that I notice is I think the Saints are going to win pretty easy at home, 35-20. What do you think? Sam Brown's 28-14. Really? How do you, I, I just don't see it, man. I just don't see it, man. Drew Brees with that offense is going to put up too many points for that Browns to cash. And so late game that they step up. And they just got to. Better hope so. I mean, gunslingers, gunslingers sling, man. You're not saying that Ben Roethlisberger isn't slinging in, the, in, in overtime? What? Yeah, it's also he's, last he's week, though, see? But he's, he's got to deal with Tyrod now. That's a little different. I think that's a different caliber QB if you talk to me. Chargers versus the Bills. So we got Phillip Rivers versus <laughs> Josh Allen will get the start over Nathan Peterman. How do you think Nathan Peterman did last week? I, don't, I did not. That's something I so, did not. Yeah, not noteworthy. Let's let's put it that way. Okay. So do you, that do is you, heartbreaking. Josh Allen this week. In what? Uh, in fantasy. Oh, I had God. to pick him up. He was the only quarterback available for me. That sounds like a nightmare. Um, do you, do you think Do you think he has a chance against that? That That is a sturdy defense with the Chargers right now. That is. That, that is. In all facets, man, they got it. They got the line. They got the linebackers, and they got that secondary. So I'm just curious how. Some guys accept the role, definitely step up. Maybe this is that Bills are looking for. 
like maybe this is what their offense is going to need. Just a fresh quarterback. I, I was going to say, I see, I see the Bills hoping and praying on this one because they, they want to see a result like probably over there in New York in the Jets with Sam Darnold because he looked nice, man. He looked All right. nice. All right. Who you got winning that game? I actually got the Chargers. You know what? I got the Chargers at 35 to 10. Oh, wow, blowout. Yeah, I, I also have the Chargers, 28-3. I, I just don't see how Josh Allen gets it done. Offensively for the Chargers, I don't see how they stop them. It, it's just all bad. I'd be a Bills fan right now. <laughs> Our next uh, matchup, we got the Vikings and the Packers. I know Sam D over here is a big Vikings fan, so I know he's going to want to talk about this division rivalry, right? Who, who do you think is going to win? Man, I like the Vikings, but the Packers have always had um... – the upper hand on the Vikings. So, being that I haven't really paid attention, I'm going to go with the Packers. Okay. You think it'll be a close game, or you think you think they're just going to blow us out over there at, Dude, at home? I'm at hearing, I'm hearing all kind of issues with Aaron Rodgers. I don't know if it's his knee. I don't know. Some say that the coach doesn't really have as much faith that Aaron Rodgers says he's got it. But it's warm, right? It's not as cold <laughs> as it normally is in Green Bay, so I think we have a better chance. So that plays into our advantage. I thought we were Minnesota cold, man. You're telling me Wisconsin can ha- handle the cold better than than us? Yeah, but we have a dome, I think, for the most part. I, I think it opens slightly. I don't know. Yeah, I think it just It's more indoor, yeah. yeah. It's more indoor. Right. And I've been to the Green Bay one. It looks like it was made, like, by real men, you know, like industrial type. Like it was. I'm not saying that the other one not. But I'm saying like the. I thought stereo- you were a Viking fan. I'm saying the, st- uh-huh. the stereotype, you know, of like right. uh, you know real construction. Sure, I'm gonna have to go to Lambeau. I would want to. It yeah. looks like it, it wasn't made for any kind of comfort, bro. <laughs> I feel like I mischaracterized yeah, Sam D as a Vikings fan. I feel like he is clearly on the side of Aaron oh, Rodgers no, and Brett no, Favre. I do oh, not. My. I do not like these guys at all. I do not like these guys. How, how do you sure. think Kirk Cousins is going to do? Oh, dude, I do not know, but I hope he gets it. <laughs> I hope he really sticks it to them, man. Uh, uh, that was beautiful. Chris, how do you think Kirk Cousins is going to do after his debut of, uh, after his debut of a good win? Um, let's see. I think I think he's going to really step up to the plate, especially against the Packers. But if that Packers second, second quarter defense comes out in the first quarter of next week at home, I'm not naming names specifically because I haven't really looked at it. But at a performance base, they shut that big offense up. They shut it up. They scored late. And that's how that Packers team won. That really, If that really shows up tomorrow, I mean, Kirk Cousins isn't a Mitch Trubinsky, but Kirk Cousins is better than Mitch Trubinsky. It's not like that offense really exposed anything on their defense. I know this isn't like really deep football stuff. But I've, I know that, like, from what I've seen, the Vikings have always lacked, like, that offensive, like, team that can go every, you know I mean, that's pretty consistent. Sometimes they get Last it, game. sometimes they don't. If, I feel like if they have that, because, like, Green Bay always has that, dude. They will throw it, and you know they're going to get it. They're going to get it. They're going to, sometimes they'll miss, but most likely they're going to get it. We always had, like, a team, after the third, you know. I completely agree. I, Aaron Rodgers is the difference there if you're off. I, you're right, though. A few years ago, it did look very suspect. It looked almost high schoolish offense. It was the it was the defense or nothing kind of for us for a while. I'm glad you know under under Mike Zimmerman's role, you know he is he is he's whipping them into shape, man. We look like a a title contending team. Yeah, that's fun to watch. Man, that was the frustrating thing of like, dang. 
white. You know, the other team is getting it, getting it, getting it. Three minutes. And then we get it for like 30 seconds and then it's over. Or it's a touchdown. So like it's not very good yeah, for the heart either, yeah, right? I was gonna say I see it as a close game. I have them. I have the Vikings winning twenty four seventeen. I don't know what Aaron Rodgers can do with the sprained knee. I honestly think because he's gonna be committed to his pocket and not be able to scramble like he usually does to make his big plays. I just see him as a punching bag for I the just, Vikings I defense. Just, I just remember when Brett Favre was literally a zombie out there, just running with the bad ankle, all that. Hey, what are these guys made out of? <laughs> I, I don't know. He's uh, a, a human. He's, he's just time, like you. He's, like, he's probably like 90% scar tissue. Right, body. man. This dude like broke a rib or something. Remember we went to like the Steelers or something like that. And that was enough Jared fans, Allen that ran was, into that like a, a, a referee. Bro, that was enough fans, man. That was like, there was no injustice <laughs> in that, bro. Let, let, let's get a little bit back on uh, track. We got our we got our next matchup, and it's the Panthers versus Falcons. Another divisional game. I think this can shape the NFC South. Honestly, yeah. if, if Falcons lose this game, they become 0-2. Do you think they have a way to get out of this strong division to go to the playoffs? I think that's a little early to It's too early? You think so? Game two. Okay. I mean, the Falcons... The Falcons won last week with the Panthers. The Panthers win? That's, oh, yeah, they did. They beat the Cowboys. Yeah. Falcons didn't win. Against the Eagles? Yeah, they lost. They lost? Oh, so they are, you're right, you're right, you're right. 0-1, yeah. Oh, so they're 0-1 right now. Yeah. Panthers are 1-0. Panthers are 1-0. Because they, they, they beat Dallas, yeah. And they, they look good against Dallas. I mean, a lot of the time it was just it was Cam. Cam just running the ball. And, or, or throwing short passes. Do you, do you think that offense can evolve to be able to use Christian McCaffrey more in, in between the tackles? I think they need to. I think he's like a more dominant version of what Danny Woodhead could have been, or what Danny Woodhead was Chargers what, first couple of years. What, what type of usage do you see C.J. Anderson getting, or do you think he's more or less? Well, I know C.J. Anderson got, what was it, like 13 carries for almost like 70 yards. Pretty, but, pretty impressive yeah, performance, decent, yeah. Yeah, he had a decent performance, I mean. But if he's filling in the cracks that Christian McCaffrey isn't, then is Christian McCaffrey a workhorse, or is he just a high performer yeah. when, when you need him to? They, they seem to use him specifically in a passing year. role, so yeah. I'm just curious to see that. Because I think year. he got so. about 100-some carries, which is, I think, just not enough. Exactly. Uh, Greg Olson re-injuring <laughs> that Jones fracture. Yeah, that's Cam Newton's number one option in that offense. How, how do you see the Panthers being able to come back from that? You just hope your next tight end steps up after that. Assumes the role. If Carolina, they probably have somebody because... That would be was uh, Ian Tom- Thomas. That would be their next up. Which, again, another person in fantasy leagues who is, like, I'm saying, 98% available in leagues right now. Like, you can go get him. And at least you know Cam Newton loves his tight ends. Ed Dixon came in last year, and he was putting up viable fantasy numbers, so that's what I know. Who do you have winning that game, and what score you got? I got Panthers winning the game 24-10. to With Christian McCaffrey going off on that Falcons defense. I really think he's going to be the guy that they throw to because they don't really have a heavy rush defense. You know, their interior line is going to just fail if you just go up the middle a bunch. I think it's going to crumble away, and Mr. McCaffrey's going to finish with at least... 13 carries, or 13 or less, but no more than 10. <clears throat> got you, got you. I think with the Falcons, their defense took some hits. Keanu Neal and their uh, linebacker, I think, D. 
Keenan Jones, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. They both took injuries in their week one games. I think that's going to impact them, but I don't see the Panthers' defense being able to stop the Falcons' offense. I don't see them stopping Julio. I think Matt Ryan will have a good game, and I see it being a 14-28, you know, taking the win at home. Next matchup, Dolphins versus Jets. You know, Sam Darnold had a really good game last week. Against um, a bad Lions defense. Yeah, against them. Exactly. I, I, exactly. I didn't see so, anything from Matt Patricia's team that that would warrant me to be like, oh, yeah, Sam Darnold's the next new coming of you know Aaron right. Rodgers. But right. I, get, I get what you're saying. Yeah, right. Dolphins' defense looked good. They're supposed to be legit. They're supposed to be coming back from being something to worry about a couple of years ago to not really being that team to those players growing up last year. So I really think Dolphins have a good chance, but... Again, if their defense comes away and Sam Donald is the thing, that's a coming up on this. Gotcha, gotcha. I disagree. I think the Dolphins have a better defense than the Lions do, and I think they have better packages. That's going to confuse the rookie. I, I think Sam Donald is going to have a very good career. Just maybe not a very good rookie career. But uh, I have the Dolphins winning 20-7. to I just don't see that Jets offense really getting anything going. That's winning 28-10, man. I am curious to see what, what Jets is going to be the primary receiver. We had Robbie Anderson as their number one wide receiver, but Quincy Anunua, he was getting all the targets. Next match we got is the Chiefs versus the Steelers. Pat Mahomes played extremely well in his debut, Man, throwing four, four touchdowns, 256 yards, and he looked like he had a great rapport with Tyreek Hill, who looks, he looked good. And, they looked great. Yeah, exactly. For no interceptions. He threw 256 yards with no interceptions. I think he was 15 of 27. 15 for 27. So obviously he's not hitting the best accuracy, but he's not throwing it to the other team. Exactly. That's that's something that you can say. I I am curious to see how the Steelers' defense and how the Chiefs' defense are going to be able to stop each other. I just see this being a high offensive game. Man, this this, this could reach a lot. That's what I see. What do you definitely, see? Definitely see the same thing. And they're going to be at Steelers. Uh, Pittsburgh sad right now. They're not playing good. Yes, this is true. Uh, I am a little concerned. Travis Kelsey last week, he had one catch for six yards. I I just don't I don't understand how you have a weapon like Travis Kelsey, yet you, you target him, I think, three times. What What's up with that? Well, obviously, Pat Mahomes, he didn't make any bad decisions. So maybe Travis Kelsey wasn't a good decision at the time. Maybe that's what limited him. Do you think they're going to make a more concerted effort to get him involved this next game? Definitely. I'm definitely going to try to get that guy out there if I was them. Gotcha, um, gotcha. That's going to be one of the bigger targets for this week because he didn't do anything last week. True. And, and I have this game at 38-42, to 42, but like I said, this could be a lot to a lot. Right. And I have the Steelers winning. At home. Steelers winning at home. I have the Steelers winning. I you know, tell me who's gonna stop Antonio Brown, Juju Smith Schuster. I'll wait. But you know what I do have? That offense. So so you're just hoping that your offense is better than my offense. (laughs) (laughs) My offense. offense. Gotcha, gotcha. Our next matchup is the Cardinals versus the Rams. Rams looked very strong in that second half against the Oakland Raiders, while the Cardinals really couldn't do much against what seems to be a legit Redskins team. What do you see with Sam Bradford going against the Rams? I don't see anything good for Sam Bradford other than... you got to get Larry's last year out there. I mean, he's 
probably not this year, but he could possibly know if he has a good successful season. But I'm not seeing Sam Bradford being that quarterback. I mean, the normal range of catches were all seven yard outs, you know, just little bubbles that went out for six yards. It was nothing really depressing. He didn't make any deep threats, and he never really got targets on the field. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, who you got winning that one? Yeah, Rams. 28-14. I may not know about Todd Gurley. I really think Todd Gurley had a good week last week. Pretty healthy. He's coming back, and I think he has a really good chance crushing this Cardinals defense. Uh, I got the Rams winning as well. I, I just don't see it. The Cardinals have really no type of offense other than Larry Fitzgerald. The Rams look solid on both offense and defense. Defensively, all three facets there are solid. Probably one of the most favored teams right now, I think, to make it to the Super Bowl. Probably yeah, win. Being a team that, that when he got shut out in the first week, being that team the next year, just having that momentum going forward, I definitely think they're a contender for that one. I agree. What were you going to say? I was just going to make another note about the Cardinals. Letting AP go, how old is AP now? 33. 33 years old. That's AP. That's AD all day. That was AD all day. When was the last oh. time he had a game where he scored a touchdown? No wonder he is not sick on of, the third round. Sick of not on third everybody down. talking stuff because of his age, man. He's old. So is Le'Veon Bell old? How old is Le'Veon Bell? He's 26. About to be 27. Is that old? I think that's, I think that's well even, aged. I think that's, 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 why not, that's, that's why I they're think, not paying him. I think 27 for, for football players is 29. You know, it, those could be your golden years if he never got injured. You know what's crazy? He is losing $853,000 every time he doesn't play a game. Every time he doesn't play a game, that man loses damn near a million dollars. I, I am... You want to pass some of that over here? I'll go take a hit for a million dollars. Right. I probably will only make it that one hit, but you know, that's that's a million dollar hit right there. Whew. We got, we got our, our next matchup, uh, Lions... Versus the 49ers. Both QBs had a rough week one. Matthew Stafford ceded four interceptions to a Jets defense. And Jimmy G, three interceptions to a one of the best offense uh, defenses exactly. in, in the NFL. Exactly. So what, what do you what do you think is the biggest difference? Is, is that I it? That Jimmy, I think if Jimmy G got stuck up, that's what it was. That, that, Vikings, that Vikings defense is legit. It's been legit. It's going to be legit for a little bit longer. But he got the crappy end of the stick. I mean, you're not going to throw it to Xavier outside. Who are you going to get over there? Your number one receiver's over there. I understand. 49ers a little unfortunate in the beginning of the season. They lost Jarek McKinnon. They signed him right to away. a three-year, $40 million deal. That just falls away from the team. Do, do you think they can sustain success with Matt Breda and Alfred Morris? Or do you think they're kind of in Possibly. trouble? I mean, you can use a double back system. I mean, if, if Matt Pareda is, is your first down running back, you try to open up with him. You know, you go, you try to either go in the middle or you go outside. I like that. Second down and short, third down and short. You know, I'm going with Alfred Morris. So I definitely see that, that combination working. Gotcha, gotcha. Raiders versus Broncos. I don't really know. Broncos look strong in their 2018 debut, both offensively and defensively. Raiders had a strong showing in the first half to pretty much dwindle to do nothing in the second half. How will the Raiders compete for an entire game instead of just a half? I think uh, Derek Carr showing just signs of uncomfortableness. You know, I think he's got to get back and he's got to get used to that, that offensive pocket feel. I think he's got to start spreading out his receivers, start hitting Amari Cooper a little bit more. 
Gotcha, gotcha. Yes, he. Uh, I think he got one catch, six to I eight yards, something like that. Yards. Jared Cook, 180 yards. Did anyone expect that? Did you expect that? Uh, that was that was something different. I didn't really expect that. I am curious though about the Broncos running backs. What are they gonna do? Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman and Devontae Booker, the one who beginning of the season everyone thought was gonna probably be the starter, and now he's got the least amount of touches. Out of all three backs, how do you how do you feel about that? I thought there was an uncomfortableness in his what, first week Rams game. He started losing touches because of that. He just wanted to take it slow. Does he raise after that though? He hasn't done really anything. Does he get a higher workload this week? That's a question to see. I'm sure he's got to show it, you know, throughout the week and practice to be able to make them, you know, confident in him again. I am curious, can Case Keenum maintain this offense? They looked explosive. Emmanuel Sanders looked great again. I loved seeing that. Demarius Thomas, welcome back, man. You were a great wide receiver. <laughs> <laughs> I think they really could if they draw a lot of positives. I'm going to switch it around saying Broncos 2013. 2013. And I, then I also have the Broncos. I got them 28-14. I think Case Keenum, can. he's the real deal, man. Real deal. He showed it at the Vikings. He grew up, man, and now coming over to the Broncos showed you game one that he's able to take this responsibility against it. Not the best defense. I believe they played the Seahawks, isn't that right? Broncos last week? Yep. I think they did. Next matchup, uh, we got Giants versus the Cowboys. The battle of the running backs. The running backs. Oh, man. And Odell, of course, you know. Don't forget about him, right? Don't forget about Odell. Who's more important to the Giants right now? Is it Odell Beckham or Saquon Barkley? Odell Beckham wasn't really that man to go to, I think, last week, was he? He got 11 receptions for 111 yards, I believe. Saquon got what? He broke off one for... For 68 yards. And then he's... Other than that, he was, I think, 18 carry attempts for 106 yards and a touchdown. He took a workload. He definitely took a workload. He definitely added to it. The only other New York Giants running back, I think there was two of them, they only got up to a total of three touches... He is looking like the workhorse of the Giants organization, for sure. For sure. Ezekiel Elliott got 15 carries in a loss to the Panthers. Think that's going to change? That defense, that Giants interior, is not strong. I forgot who they got over the over the draft, but I think there was an actual positive inside. Uh, he was a D-tackle, I think. That might, he might add to the, to the cause, but going in the long run, the Giants haven't had a good defense interior rise for while. So if they're going to get ran on, this is the game. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, that's looking good for me. Who reluctantly, actually, I don't have Ezekiel Elliott, but I would love to have Ezekiel Elliott this week. Who is more likely to be top five running back or the leading rusher between Ezekiel Elliott and Saquon Barkley? Saquon Barkley. Saquon? He's the dude that they've been looking for. I think he's going to average at least high nine. He's going to have a time early for rookie season, but he stays healthy. Let's hope guy. so. I, I, he's he's got. I'm just. I'm worried about a rookie slump, and I I know Ezekiel Elliott is proven. They they just they they know better not to give him 15 carries anymore. They're they're going to go ahead and up that, and they're going to just pray that they can open up something in that wide receiver core because they have absolutely nothing going on for them. Our last matchup for. The NFL portion, and we got Seahawks versus the Bears. I'm curious what you think. Both teams took a loss last week. Seahawks played well, you know, to a close loss to Denver, 27-24. Do you see the Seahawks turning things around? Yeah, 
for sure. I definitely see Russell Wilson just stepping up. I got him going 35-20. For Russell being the guy that just commands that offense with three touchdowns and 200 yards. Oh, dude, who's going to win between Giants and Cowboys? We, n- we never said that. Oh, yeah, I said, uh, I said Giants. Oh, you did? Oh, I, I didn't. Giants. I didn't. I, the Cowboys are going to win 21-20. Well, Giants are going to win mark me on that. 24-17. I think oh, Saquon's okay. gonna go off. He's gonna have another hundred yard plus game. I think he's probably gonna go for. Well, I was just making sure you got the score. We we we, we can we can we can flash back to the Seahawks yeah. versus the Bears because I want I want to get your your thought on Khalil Mack who got a six year deal, one hundred forty one million dollars. He's gonna show up to play. You know when he looked the legit Bears against a, the Packers. The Bears have a linebacker. They show. I'm really, I'm really curious to see how that goes. I, I am curious to get your opinion on Mitchell Trubisky. Is he going to be able to dice up the Seahawks defense enough to get them that W? Do they still have Earl Thomas? Yes. Could be a possibility. It could also be uh, Mitch Trubisky has a couple weapons this year, but is it, is, it the, is it the right core to go against this defense? And I haven't been paying enough attention to really explain that. So I don't think... I don't think Mitch Trubisky is getting this one. Yeah, I was gonna say for me, I have the, the Seahawks winning seventeen to fourteen. I definitely. I just don't see the offense doing enough. But definitely going thirty-five twenty. I got the Seahawks. And that would conclude our NFL portion. Do you see any college football matchups this upcoming week? Well, I know we got Ohio State versus TCU. TCU. That'd be Saturday at eight p.m. Go ahead yeah. and watch that. Yeah. Don't even know. Look no, it up. No, look it up. Look it up. Gophers. You think the Gophers going to win, Sam? Sam D? Uh, dude, I was telling you, I was watching the Wildcat, and I was saying, why didn't they just keep running it? So so, so if they ran the Wildcat against every team, we were winning. I can't even I'm watch. saying Unbeaten season. I'm saying, until I see it fail, I'm wondering why do you not do it, right? Gotcha. When they fail... And I will see why it is that they don't do it. Right. I was gonna say another another matchup this week that's a big a big matchup is twelfth ranked LSU at seventh uh, ranked Auburn, which is Saturday at three thirty p.m. Go ahead and make sure you guys catch that. Well, Did you figure it out who who the Gophers playing? Yeah, they're playing Miami, Ohio. So we a, we need so to get this a, W. Yeah, it's a double A school. I mean, it's kind of I think it's kind of crappy that. Minnesota's first few games will always be against a double-A or even a school that just got brought up out of the double-A. Like New Mexico, for an instance. Uh, I think they just joined the Sun Belt Conference. I was going to say, I feel like a lot of teams get those really easy games in the beginning. Just get those out the way. you know, Get the nerves Man, out. Why, why, why that's is, how it's always scheduled. Then they get you. They... playing uh, Ohio State? That's, that's a good game. Yeah, but that's the Minnesota third. Minnesota lost to third. TCU first game like, the third last, week, two right? years ago. They're playing Six? Miami, Ohio. Yeah. Is that place in Miami? It's a city of Miami that's in Ohio. It's a city named uh, Miami in Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you said it's, crazy, it's right? a city it's of crazy, Miami right? in Ohio. <laughs> oh, my yeah, goodness. But oh. they're saying that Minnesota's probably going to win. And I, I, I'm going to go for that. I'll go for it. Well, I would hope so. I, I, I you mean, know, We need to start making a name for ourselves in Minnesota. We have are been forgotten in this Big Ten, man. I am exactly. telling you. It's killer being in the Big Ten. Everybody's a powerhouse. We're going to sign off here. Thanks for listening into Mainstream Matchups. Thanks again to Chris Young and Sam D. I'm your host, 
Tyler James, we appreciate your time and look forward to having you join our upcoming podcast next week. Thanks, guys.